Electricast. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Welcome into Missing the Point. I am your host for this wondrous occasion. Uh, I am DK Sizzle. I forgot there for a second. I'm here with, I'd say, what we would consider the OG basketball crew here on on MTP. Although all all folks are welcome. All of the six are welcome to come talk about basketball. But the three of us do, I think, get a lot of enjoyment out of it. I'm here with the real BK Bob Kelly and Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. Was the last time? Was the last time we were all together? Was the funeral of? the last year of Celtics, right? Haven't haven't seen you guys since the funeral. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we've done some other shows, but yeah, on this subject matter, yes, this is the first time we've been together since the Celtics unceremoniously were bounced out of the NBA Finals by the Golden State Warriors. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about basketball and uh, the goings-on in the world of basketball, of which there is quite a lot. So... We are going to start with the Celtics as we are, you know, a sort of a New England flavored podcast, uh, a little Boston macchiato, if you will. But uh, we are going to go on to talk about the obvious elephants in the room in the world of the NBA. And if you don't know what we're talking about, stick around because it's uh, it's there's some there's some fun stuff going on. The, the issue with this show today, guys, is that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Celtics and we're going to talk about what constitutes them as a good or not good basketball team and what they need to do to get better and what they've done wrong and what they've done well. But the majority of what we're going to talk about today is actually got nothing to do with fucking basketball, which always annoys me when people put me in that in that chair to to talk about shit that, you know, we we really we really just we just wanted to talk hoops but uh today we're gonna have to talk about a bunch of other shit i'm sure it's gonna be still be interesting but let's at least start with uh with our favorite sport and uh the association that runs it the national basketball association and our favorite team the boston celtics now Long-time listeners of this show will know that uh, we we have differing approaches, uh, Ray and I, and and Ray and Bobby, and and Bobby and I to to watching this Celtics team. I, I like to think I'm somewhere in the middle of you two guys, Bobby being this sort of eternal optimist, and Ray being the eternal pessimist when it comes to the Celtics. Both, I think, for good reason. But uh, Ray, I'm going to start with you because you know you and I have had sort of fractured conversations via via text uh, about where this Celtics team is and where they're going. So on a broad level, talk to me about the holes that you've seen and why you think they're there. I know specifically we're going to talk about rebounding and defense, but mm-hmm. when you talk about the defense, are you worried that it is an EMA isn't here situation or is it because it's not as if the personnel's really changed that much or right. is it because we're not getting rebounds or, or what do you think is going on in, in Boston right now? Honestly, I, I think it's an effort thing, right? And I think your, your effort controls so much of what goes on. So whether it's on defense, whether it's on offense, once again, the offense has been fine and we, we've talked about you know, what has gone well offensively, but, you know, rebounding is effort. Guarding your yard is what they call it, is, is is effort. So the effort hasn't been there on certain plays, but I also think it's tied to them playing long minutes so far, like two out of the seven games, which was back-to-back with Cleveland, has been has been overtime, right? So I think the Orlando game was overtime too, if I'm not mistaken. So the fact that they've played so many minutes so early on, and obviously it's a shorter preseason, obviously the offseason turmoil was losing, uh, Ime Udoka, you know, even though Joe Mazzulla was there as an assistant, you know, he obviously was trying to implement what he's looking to do. And right now, currently, once again, we're not saying what it's going to be in at, at, at game 82, but right now it's currently constructed. He is over it, or he is in over his head, if you ask me. And like I said, between that and then, like I said, between the lack of effort on the defensive side of the ball and just, just a personnel issue too, right? It's, it's, it's a personnel thing. Obviously, when you miss Time Lord, you know, there's a lot of things that, that, that add to 
uh, what was happening. But yeah, it, it, it looks bad. And, you know, I, I have been pissed to say the least. And I'm pretty sure I'll get pissed as we continue to speak about that. Uh, cause there's a lot of things they need to work on on that side of the ball. But no, just my initial thoughts is that, that to me is what's been happening, uh, with them thus far. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you uh, in in the broad strokes for sure. I, I think that I think that the thing that's annoying me the most is the you know you saw how up on them I was when we were first kicking the shit out of the Cavs in the first game we played uh, against them, and I think what's clear is that not only has Jalen Brown gone up a level, but the partnership between him and Jason Tatum has finally gotten to a point where. Uh, that we've all sort of been waiting for where they kind of play off each other perfectly now. They're ending every game with like a similar point total and and points scored in different ways. They're both, I think, playing defense uh, at a higher level than a lot of superstar wings would in this league. And I, I wish that the rest of the team would help them out a little bit more. But you did say something interesting, and that is the absence of time. Lord Bobby, you and I have talked about this sort of touched on the sentiment at this point in the in the season and at this point in the construction of this team. Rob Williams like can't really be re- relied on at this point. The problem with him specifically, I think, is that when he's out there, he's so fun to watch. He's so effective. He's uh, he's such a big part of why we're good defensively, why we're you know much better on the boards. But also like he's just such a great player to watch, and and it's hard to I wouldn't say turn on him, but it's hard to start to have the conversation. It's a difficult conversation to have where we just sort of have to go on the facts and the facts of the case is he's just not there when you need him. We need him right now. We you know, we need him to start this season and, and, and set a good precedent and we needed him at a hundred percent health in the playoffs last season. And he just wasn't clearly wasn't at a hundred percent. What do you think? Do we need to go get somebody as good as him? Is he, is he tradable at this point or do we just kind of have to roll the dice and base the, our championship hopes on Rob Williams's knee? I mean, I feel like th- that's, what the organization kind of put us in the position to do, you know, and it's been like this for a few years where listen, when Rod's in there, it, there's, there's no doubt about it. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league. You saw it at the end of last year. He was really the pivotal part of what made us that top defense. But at the same time, it just seems like we're putting our eggs in the same basket every goddamn year. And those eggs come out broken every single time. You know what I mean? And it's so glaring that, we're missing his length. We're missing his rebounding. We're missing so much when he's not in there. And, and, and it's just kind of crazy to me if they still haven't done something to back that up. Like, what What? What about Blake? Blake Griffin's barely even seen the court so far this year. Yeah, it's that, just, guy, that, guy's a, that guy's warming a seat on the, on the kid bus. I, I just, it's I don't know it's just, I, I just, I just don't understand why we can't get an impact big in here, man. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I'm not ready to be get all over them right now because there's a lot of weird stuff happening in the NBA. Like the Sixers aren't playing great. The Warriors aren't playing great. Obviously like the Lakers are one and four. That's a whole different fiasco, but it, it, it it's very That's not early. That weird though. <laughs> it's like pretty, it's, I can tell you why it's pretty on point. Yeah. But it's, it's very early. And I feel like it, there's a lot going on for this team right now for them to put that extra effort up that we saw last year. You know what I mean? With, with the whole email thing, having a new coach, Jalen Tatum, are are pretty much the entire team right now. Like the rest of the supporting cast is absent most games. Brogdon's been pretty good, but it's just it's early. It's we're four and what four and three now? Four and three? Yeah. And, and four and three looks the, like really different than five and two though. You know what I it mean? Does. It's like when it's it one does. of those it's one of those score uh records where it's like uh I would have really liked to be five and two. I you know but uh, two of the losses were in overtime and they're games yeah. that technically like Last well, year, both Celtics and both wins, both both wins had, one of those games, right? Yeah, both had terrible refereeing decisions at, right at the end. Uh, which is, but uh, you know, don't put yourself in the position that for the rest and, of the game for you, Jaylen, you're not going to bitch about the rest. J- Jalen knocks that shot down. What fi- I'd say, 50 50. I didn't love the play, I didn't love the play to be honest. I, I didn't uh, either, but I mean, regardless, but, I like as, a, as an entire as a theme, and Ray, I'll come back to you on this one. I, I we played the best basketball, I think you would agree, of the playoffs when we were playing two bigs. And those yeah. two bigs were Rob and Al. And I think that we had some guys come in that could sort of play a similar, if not the same, style as those two guys that that made us run uh, a really tall, really athletic, and really fast, fast-paced uh, offensive and defensive basketball. We still play our best basketball with two bigs, except we've got one <laughs> of the entire roster. So... Uh, I guess same question back to you. I, where, how do you feel about this whole Rob Williams thing? Like, are we going to be able to survive based on if he's healthy or not, or do we really need to make a move? And if if we do need to make a move, is it 
to get it to get an impact big or do you have something else in mind well i mean you know you, you and i spoke about this at length uh dk i know you know we know we know bobby's all for the guards but you know at this moment and it, guards is not the problem on the team uh <laughs> you know even though people were hot with marcus smart last night after that bullshit shot and over time, but that's another. Well, he we, likes we, to take bullshit shots. You just have right, to right. Is that yeah? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we can get hit. You know, we could touch on that in, in a moment. But yeah, my my stance has not wavered. That they need it has to happen now. Like we cannot wait until Christmas Day against Milwaukee to say, uh, you know what? For the New Year, guys, we got you. We're gonna get you know a player now. For those that are looking to get Victor Wimbayama out of France, you know. They teams may be on, on unloading on talent because yeah we don't have enough resources yeah, to get to the point where we have the, to draft and we'd have right, to change we'd have to start no no, no I'm not saying no we're not saying to get him but I'm saying teams where I say you know what we don't need a certain player you know you you can have him you know for like a second rounder or whatever and, and go from there now a guy and I know I've talked about Dwight Howard I've talked about you know we were talking about Melo in the off season you know coming here but another guy that I thought about and. Uh, Bobby, Bobby may appreciate this more than you, DK, because we know, you know, our running joke on this show was that, you know, you know, you're not a fan of Toronto, but, uh, there's a guy up there in Toronto, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about Chris Boucher because they're not, they're not portraying him, but another guy they signed to actually play in Orlando last few seasons is, uh, Ken Birch. Ken Birch, someone that can shoot the three, you know, he's not going to get you 10 rebounds a night, but, can it be those five, uh, can it be those five rebounds a night that went to the other team that led to points in the paint? Absolutely. And, you know, he's another 6'9", 6'10 guy. I think he is someone that can, you know, can be that fourth big. And I'm sorry, I, I understand those that love him. I, I met him behind the scenes. I like Luke Cornett, Cornett too. I do. He's a really nice guy. He's not, not the answer, though. Not the fucking answer. He's no. not. He's not. And I'm just like, should I, I the should murder not. murder Cornet, bro? You don't like the murder Cornet? No, I, I like the, the nickname was great. <laughs> but the, 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 the nickname is better than your play, bro. It's a problem. It's a yeah. problem. Yeah. Same, same, same thing with the dancing bear with Gershon Yabaselli. The fact that we were all oh, the dancing bear does it again. Does what? Like he was looking like me on the bench, chilling. Like, like I was at the YMCA. It's out of control. So I, to me, I just think you gotta call Masaya Jerry. I'd call Minnesota as well. I've talked about this on, on our group chat. Nas Reed would be perfect. Boy, he he would be raw. He's Rob Light. He, he he would be perfect here, but he can shoot. The Rob can't shoot. Right, not not really can shoot. So that that to me, it'd be great be, if we could it, put something together for Miles Turner. I mean, I know we've been talking about this for three. Yeah, but I'm a, that, now, that's, but, that's that's a, that's a pipe dream. He's going to LA at some point. I, I'm the fact, and he why would he there, want to? Why would he want to? I, I he's think leaving that, when at the end of his contract, right? I don't know what his contract is, but I would imagine that at the end of his contract, he's going to go to a big market team. Sure, I but I. The reason why I think he was looking to go there, at the end of the day, you, we're all human, right? You want to go where you want it. So the fact that it's been put out there for Wolves and Shams and any other media pundits that's talked about, that, that's plugged into what LA is looking for and what they're willing to give uh, for his picks like, or, or his players, like you want to go where you want it. And Indiana's had him on the tra- on the training block for, for like several six seasons. years. <laughs> I wish yeah, uh, I wish he subscribed to this old. podcast because he would feel very wanted by me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean for sure. I, you know, we would love to interview him, but I just think that's really where that premise comes from for him. And yes, that that would be at the top of the top creme de la creme. Because yes. to me, it's like Rob is him. Like you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's we're not getting like a Rob light. We're getting, and I would fucking trade Rob for him in a heartbeat. To be quite honest with you, but I think. Uh, I you know I, I I agree with you that we're not we're probably not going to get the Jared Allen's or the Miles Turner's uh, or the 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 uh, Pascal Siakam's of the world on on the team. I I get that, yeah. but uh, what about Bull Bull? Well, I mean, you know he was here, right? Yeah, but like, let's go get him back. He's like way better now. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean me personally, I'm I'm all set. Really, he's that, huge. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm his rebounding I'm, numbers look good. Sure, but I'm I, I'm. That's a lot of people look the numbers are inflated down there in Orlando. Like I'm not I'm not basing it off what he, what I see down there with him. Something in the air. Um, eleven and seven this year. He's eleven yeah, and seven. I, I, yeah, I I still I mean, granted, maybe I mean I I, I had a chance to meet him too. Like he's a he's cool, cool people's, but nah, I'm I'm, I'm good. I love Ray Sean's name drops. He's like, Yeah, I, no, I'm I don't, mad. I don't, he's I don't pretty think, good. Well, yeah. no, I mean, you know, you guys know I work there, but I mean, I, I just to me, I don't think that whatever you see happening down there because he's getting the opportunities down there. We would not see up here 
And then fans would immediately get annoyed and say, oh, he's a but bust. But we would see it, though. He would get the minutes. Also, so, have you heard that he is, in fact, so nice they named him twice? All right, fine. Maybe not Bull Bull, but I think I think uh, we got to fucking go get somebody. Or we got to get Rob some robot legs. I, <laughs> that's like the alternative. But, you know, I think it, this does sort of shine a light. Yeah, it does sort of shine a light on a larger theme at play here. And, and a thing I, I think... I, I've only really worried about uh, in the last few minutes before, you know, settling down for a long winter's nap uh, deep in the darkness in my room. I've only really worried about this. I haven't quite said it out loud. And it's that, but you did pretty, pretty abruptly at the start, Ray. And it's that Joe Mazzulla does look uh, a little in over his head. I, I think that the the thing that's worrying me is that Ime had specific things that he had to correct about this basketball team, and he corrected those things. And it's those things that are creeping back into the team now. And it's it's you know, I mean, there's a there's a list, there's a plethora of things you can sort of rattle off. But tenacious defending, when to defend, uh, defending a lead, which he didn't even really blowing get us leads. all the way there. Right. Uh, yeah, leads. but but he definitely got us a lot better at blowing leads. There's also this other insidious thing where, yes, we've gone to two overtimes. Yes, the Cavs are a good team and probably a better team than a lot of people, not us. We were actually saying they were going to be pretty good, but uh, probably better than a lot of people were, were giving them credit for. But I don't love our two overtime performances. I, I don't love the fact that, and again, it's early, like Bobby said, I don't want to overreact, but I don't love the fact that we were just gritting it out in multiple playoff series against some of the best teams in the NBA. Uh, the 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 mental exhaustion that I went through watching the Bucks series and Giannis just fucking getting whatever he wanted up until he finally had enough arrows in him to fall down. Uh, the the like the, the fact that we're going to overtime with the Cavs like that should be our bread and butter whether we're there or we're here uh, at their house or our house that should be our bread and butter. It's like okay we have the reserves we've trained for this we have the reserves to go and win this game if we want. And the decision making and the energy levels and God, the rebounding in, in overtime has just looked so fucking pitiful yep. that uh, it, it worries me that Joe Missoula, I'm sure he's a nice guy I, and I'm sure he's a good coach, but he's very young and he's he's not that much older than a lot of these players. Like, I wonder what him and Al Horford's age difference is because he's 34, right? How old is Al? Like 32? Yeah, no, I, was, no, I was 36. 36. So they, Al, fucking Al Horford's older than our head coach, right? So, you know, at this point, we're we're looking at a, at a situation where we can't afford to slide like we did at the start of last season. So, right. if you're Brad Stevens, what do you do? I mean, it's going to lead us into the larger email conversation, but I do want to talk touch on Bobby uh, Joe Missoula first. Do you agree with me that he looks this way? I, I don't love how Grant Williams talks to him. It, it belies a it belies a, a little bit less respect than I think he should have for the fucking coach. Like a couple of times, I was like, Grant, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, what well, are you that's doing? that's really what it boils down to. I think is the respect factor, man. When when, when you looked at eBay, um, they they had his back and he had theirs and like there was such a a mutual level of respect between him as a coach and them as players and like they they responded to him unlike they've responded to anyone else you know what i mean and that that's what it boils down to and i don't think joe's there and i mean as much as we love tatum and brown they have those bad habits and i don't think those bad habits were really like got done away with they were just kind of put in the back pocket. You know what I mean? And and you you do see them creep up at the ends of these games. And the rebounding portion of it, man, is the most frustrating part because it's just been the issue the entire time. And it's like you can make as many defensive stops as you want, but if you don't get the rebound, it doesn't fucking matter. And and you can play the best defense, you know, that, that you've ever seen. If they get a second chance, like what, do you, want, what do you want them to do? You know? Right, exactly. And, and what, what was I think the Cavs in, in overtime was like it was like eight to two second chance, and it's like you can't have that because if not a close game, it, like, it, it, it's such a turn of momentum yeah. when you're up by two, you make a defensive stop, they get the rebound, dish it out for three, and all of a sudden they're up one. When you could have been going down the other, yeah, we give the them better. We give five. them better looks on the, on the it, it, second it, chance it's, points. It's it's, it's just, so fucking frustrating to yeah, watch. It's crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's also th there's a fact that we all sort of have to accept uh, on that rebounding point. We'll get back to Missoula in a second, but on the rebounding point, it was a fact we sort of had to accept. Al Horford surprised everybody with his abilities as at 36 last season because he got a year off. 
and he he did not get that last year. Uh, he he played his ass off all the way on in almost all the games he possibly could have played in in a season, and went all the way to the sixth game of the NBA Finals. He, we can't do this to his legs if we want him to be of any use to us in the playoffs. And like his rebounding even has gone down, I think a little bit uh, since last season, that might be tiredness or it might just be, it's gone forever. I have a question for you. So you, you remember what we loved about eBay at, at the end of the season where it was like, you know, this other's going to be playing like shit and email would call him over to the side and go, what the fuck are you guys doing? Cut the fucking bullshit. Do you think Joe has that has that in him right now? Uh, I, I mean, don't, I, I don't I don't know enough oh, about the guy to be honest with you, but I just don't I don't see that personality in him, and I, yeah. I don't think that's the kind of coach that he is. And uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about Steve Nash in the group chat, like the kind of coach that Steve Nash is, very obviously led by example as a player, wasn't like a super vocal coach, didn't fucking curse anybody out, didn't like reel anybody in. I'm not sure who could, you know, I, we, you know, Ray, you and I sort of agreed that Mark Jackson probably should have gotten that job in the first place or like, you know, we had a list of, of people that probably were a little bit more deserving, but you can motherfuck Kevin Durant all you want. I just don't know if that's going to do anything either. Like he seems to just hate every fucking coach that he has. This team actually has the Celtics. I mean, this team has actually had a coach that they respond to. We've seen, and to your point, by we've seen how they respond or what, what they respond to specifically with, with email and, Ray, I'm going to come on to, to this topic with you. Cause we've been sort of, uh, you know, pissing around the drain here with, with the email conversation. Essentially, <clears throat> the issue is, and I, and I, you sent me an, an article today. Uh, essentially, it was Marcus Smart giving an interview about the email situation. And what? what I gleaned from it was that he is like, we don't really know what happened. I kind of expected him to stay and be the coach the next, uh, next season. And I think it, the quote that stood out to me was he said, I, if we went into the front office and we expressed this, they'd be like, yep, we hear you, but they wouldn't tell us anything else that, that happened. Now, there's two sides to this, right? There's the the idea that Brad and uh, and Wick and the entire Celtics, like upper echelons of the organization, have a piece of information that may or may not be very harmful to somebody if it came out, if it or if it was confirmed. Uh, we don't have that information, and the players don't have that information. I don't love that Marcus gave that interview. It's just like not helpful from a PR standpoint, and it it sings of a little bit of a leaky ship, which I don't love, and not a lot of cohesiveness. But it's a little strange that Ime is now going to coach another basketball team because that coming out in the press, to me, that basketball team can't be so dysfunctional that they didn't do their homework and find out what exactly it was they were hiring. Are are the Boston Celtics just some sort of... uh, paragon and bastion of morality that they they took it too seriously or or you know they came down really harshly on something that the nets don't deem as as bad or are the nets just like trying to create the most toxic fucking environment possible like it shed some light on this for me because i I, i'm confused about the situation and i feel like more information would help i guess unless it was really hurt the person involved I, i would just love to know what the fuck is up yeah, and I think the players would too, which is why Marcus, you know, said clearly the Browns said what he said too. And I, 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 you know what? I, I, I love that he said that. Put the fucking pressure on him, but but make them look like the bad guy if that's the case. Because my thing is, why would you not at least tell the people that that are there? What what yeah. you're telling? I was a little surprised that they didn't. Know, you know, that, that, that's yeah, that, that's my thing. Like you could tell Smart, who's the captain, tell Tatum, tell Brown. And whenever, if you just want to tell the starters, fine. And then whatever they get out or whatever, cool. But it's not like it was going to be like, well, you know, uh, Marcus Hart leads it to Woj, to Woj. And the next thing you know, we're talking about uh, ESPN. I just think that, you know, I feel like a part of it is Brooklyn trying to be a little bit toxic too. I do. Just like when they put out there about the trade rumors, you know, trading. What they, a fucking dysfunctional they, family they, they're going to be, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I just think to me, that was, that's a little bit what was going on. But at the same time. How do you get to a point where you're now looking to get something back in return? I mean, hell, yeah, we didn't love how that, that, that's what we, we don't love how Dark Group was left either. Yeah. Not, I mean, it's a whole different story, obviously, a whole different uh, scenario. But you know, at least they got draft picks for Dark Rivers. Like you're telling me, you, you 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 can't stand what he's done that much, that much that he. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you do. I, the only back, thing on, I, I see on. your point. I genuinely do, and I, you know, I, I said it early on in that in the in the in the Nets trade rumor. I guess hire just hiring email rumor circus to you guys, but I, just to play devil's advocate for a second, I wonder 
if they deemed it worth it to them. First of all, if they were surprised that the Nets wanted him at all, knowing what they know. And, which again, I have no idea. You're sitting here fucking speculating. You're playing a speculation game for on both sides of it. Like it could be a one and it could be a 10 and it could be any number in between of like severity. And we, it's impossible to form an opinion on it. But I just to play devil's advocate on that point about not getting draft picks back, what if it just benefits them that they don't have to pay? Like he's fired. They don't want to be on the hook for the money that they owe him. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they essentially can keep him tied to his contract which i'm sure includes a non-disclosure agreement and it's it, they want to fire him but it was like complicated to fire him and this just made their lives like a lot fucking easier to just be like oh you want to go to brooklyn see you later now he's out of the building and I, you know i i i could see that from a business standpoint making sense maybe not from a basketball standpoint right it goes hand in hand though i guess i mean i guess it does it, it's like I, it is sort of the central question we're asking though right is did the Boston Celtics make a judgment call based on this guy can't be the fucking coach of our basketball team? Because if, if the world knew what we know, it would be way more harmful to the team and the future of the franchise and the organization than if we just act on it now. Or the, the, the opposite sort of question, which is, did they sort of say, oh, he's suspended for that. That's bullshit from a we work in a corporate American environment and we have to follow the rules of, and the guidelines that we've set out to protect our business interests. And I think that is sort of the question we're asking here because I I, I still really believe, and Bobby will come, will come back to you, I still really believe that to do what they did, it had to have been pretty bad, right? Like the the idea that he... didn't do enough to deserve that suspension would re it or maybe that's why the details haven't come out maybe the celtics like are are like fuck (laughs) like maybe we overreacted so where do you now currently stand on the email thing so what i always point back to is that matt barnes interview and i know it's not great not a good look right and because what what really jumped off the page for me with the barnes thing is like barnes was full in email's court 100% 100% that first 24 hours. Like he posted on Twitter that he was being dragged down. You know, he, I, I think he even brought race into the cards. Like he, he, he really went full force for Ime. And for him to have such a change of heart when he heard those details. And I'm guessing he heard them from someone who was privy to the situation, whether it be, you know, from the coaching staff or from, you know, the team internally. But it, it just really, that's when I was like, okay something's different here. And and honestly, like, I know this is like petty of me to even think this, but like, do you think the Celtics are like, okay, hire him. Go ahead. Hire him. You see what happens. Yeah. I I honestly think that might be what details, see what details come out within 24 hours of you hiring him. We'll we'll, we'll let you say, do it. Do it. it. I I, I fucking dare you. Do it. That's that's what I honestly like. I know that sounds super petty, but like, would you be surprised if that's what happened? You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, they have to suspend him, and it's right. So I, I, I I just think I just wonder if it comes out. If it, I I wonder if the like we we you know Woj. By the way, just saying. I mean, I I don't do his job, and and I I think it's very difficult to scoop stories in sports, and it's highly competitive, but. The fucking basketball reporting on this topic specifically was fucking piss poor. And it was, it was uh, piecemeal, unconfirmed bullshit at the start. It then, and it just only went, ever went to speculation after that. And I think to just, you know, Woj has that very matter of fact way of reporting. And I think that that did not benefit him at all in that, in this scenario. Like he was like, this is the case. And you can, you believe him when he says shit is the thing. So everyone just starts to go on that information. And it's like, uh, maybe it isn't the whole story, but I wonder because he has, he hasn't signed with the nets yet. Right. As of right now, right now we're it's, it's nine. Oh my gosh. It's nine 11. It's nine 11 on, uh, uh, on the East Coast here on Thursday night, as we at the time of recording, and he is not the Brooklyn Nets head coach at this point. the The story that he was gonna be dropped on Monday, right? So Monday it was, and this was like Monday morning, Monday afternoon. Monday it was, oh, it by tomorrow, that's Tuesday. Then it's like, oh, probably in the next twenty four to forty eight hours. Now it's yeah. I haven't heard shit. So I wonder if it's yeah, we're gonna sign him. We pretty much know everything. We're good to go. It leaks right? It comes out and then the Nets go like, all right, let's get the full disclosure on like everything that went down. And then like, cause they need to right there. It gets to legal. It goes from 
okay, we're going to come, we're going to bring Ime in the general manager and, and the players have signed off on it. And everybody's like, yeah, we're going to get Ime and Doka. It's going to be great. Then legal gets involved. They go like, yeah, let's just like figure out the contract. Just make sure there's no liability issues for the Brooklyn Nets as an organization. Then they get the information that the Boston Celtics have on why they spent it up for a year. And then they go like, ah, yeah, no, <laughs> we can't fucking hire this dude. I, you know, that seems super likely to me. To be well, to be totally honest with well, you. Well, to, to add to add on to that, and like I said, it, and maybe a segue to what we speak about next. But how do you consciously make that decision if there's more? But did what you did with Kyrie Irving today? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I mean, perfect. Honestly, that's 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 my thing. And once well, again, I, get, I from a basketball standpoint, I I listen. The, sure, the can go to that song. That that's that's not the debate. But from a moral compass, a moral ground, whatever word you want to use. How how do you consciously yes. make that decision yes. but, and, and, and do what you did with Kyrie Irving? I, I, I have a rebuttal to that. I, I genuinely have a rebuttal to that. They fucking didn't do the right thing with the Kyrie Irving, Irving decision. They were fucking late. That like yeah. this shit's been Their going PR on for bad. fucking like Their PR they, they were bad. they were fucking late to the fucking suspension. They didn't yeah. suspend him for fucking long enough. Yeah. They didn't yeah. come back out for they did. All right, for, so let's well, just it, set the context it, here for and a second. Just before we get, we go down the fucking railroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just, let me just let me just. I, 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 got, I got a lot on this. One, I know, so I know, I know, I know. Let me set the listeners up. Just like, just let me do it for their benefit. Just <laughs> I know it's these three guys talking here, but just for their benefit, let's just do the timeline here. We Kyrie Irving retweets two videos. One is a link to an anti a known a documentary that has known anti-Semitic uh, tropes and uh, themes in it, which is on fucking Amazon Prime, by the way, which is fucking absurd. So if he was just bringing attention to the fact that like Amazon Prime is hosting that as a fucking, uh, as a platform, great. Thanks for letting us know. Gross. And that was, his, was one of his rebuttal points. Secondly, he retweeted some bullshit that that psycho Alex Jones uh, said, and he basically told a bunch of parents that their kids didn't actually get shot. So that guy can get fucked in hell for all eternity for all I care. So like, don't retweet his shit. But Mainly, it's the anti-Semitic fucking documentary link that we're talking about here. So he does that. He and I'm going to refrain from sort of commenting on Kyrie Irving as a person as I set up the facts of the case here. But he does that for whatever reason. And then when he's asked about it, he's cryptic. He doesn't uh, really give a real answer on Mark whether or not he's in, like, for essentially, us. are you anti-Semitic? I'm not going to answer that question. Not a fucking great look. Let me give you one more try. <laughs> Are you anti-Semitic? Because the answer no. is no. Ray, no. If someone asked you if you were a god, you say yes. It's like, come on, man. Like, we're throwing you fucking softballs here. So, doubles down, super cryptic, et cetera, et cetera. The Nets have officially, as right before we sat down to record this podcast, the Nets officially suspended Kyrie Irving for five games without pay. With you know, fucking, I'm I, sure well, I, I, at least that's the key word. At least, at least. sure, sure, correct. Exactly. Sorry. At least five games without pay. Uh, depending on the PR backlash to that to that number set, and right. uh, I don't know what without pay means. Genuinely, I don't think he's going to miss a meal. But uh, sure, he's not getting paid his, his game checks. That's where we are, essentially. To me, and I, you know, I don't want to go overboard, but essentially, to me, that is very simply boiled down to the sentence: Kyrie Irving is an anti-Semite. That to me is just like the, a fact to me now, because if you don't say no to that question, that's what you fucking are, right? I I don't think. And I, I, this is a bold prediction. I don't think Kyrie Irving is a Brooklyn net in February. I don't think Kyrie Irving is in the NBA in February. That's, that's honestly the, the direction I think this is heading. It's a, it's a fucking disaster. Having watched everything, Kyrie saw everything that has been happening with Kanye West over the last few weeks. These are giant fucking platforms. These guys Bro, have. That's, that's, that's what blows my mind is like, listen, Kyrie, you saw what Kanye went from, went from, idolized like number one media star to canceled gone gone his school got fucking shut down like yeah, everything about kanye he's is like, done yeah. he's done and and you think that like this is this is the route that you're gonna take like it's just it's wild so ray but, you right, you yeah, hear you're sit you're sitting there you've you watched all the same shit we've all watched right we're all tuned into the same pop culture tv station You've watched Kanye say all the shit he said. You've watched fucking Kyrie Irving play all last season, only the fucking away games because he won't get the fucking COVID vaccine. Mm. You've watched him now double down on anti-Semitic fucking bullshit. You watched him fuck your team up. Like, how do you feel about Kyrie Irving right now? <laughs> so it's it's like I said, it's, it's, it's a loaded 
uh, question. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure there's some complicated I, 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 through lines. I think, I think, I think yeah, yeah. I, 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 th- I think about to the, to the show that we did with her. I think we were all on with Abby Chen that night. And, you know, she had mentioned about how, you know, how philanthropic he was and just really when he was in a great mood, just how, you know, how much of a nice individual he was. And I bring it up to say he has contributed to WNBA. He has contributed to HBCU. He has given homes to people that need homes. My issue with him has been he has never allowed that to be the main narrative about him outside of basketball. It is okay to have the intent to inform. But to me, this is the classic version or classic case of intent versus impact. Your intent may have been to inform. Your intent may have been to have people be, you know, uh, reading it to what you're you know, getting into and, 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 and try to follow you on your journey to seek truth or whatever you feel that your truth is. Your truth is. However, when you do not vet the sources, this is the backlash that comes. And it's not just him that didn't vet the sources. It's also the team on Amazon. So I'm glad that you highlighted that as well, Dave, because I know that's been something that's been said on Twitter all day. Well, what about Amazon? Or what about this? And it's like, look, at the end of the day, both parties are equal. And, 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 and spewing this, this, uh, this vitriol. So to me, the apology of the, uh, and I put it in quotations, the apology that came from Kyrie, we should get an apology from Jeff Bezos as well. Cause once again, it's quality control. Don't tell me that you don't know what's coming in and out of your platform. So the fact that it came down, the fact that you did not vet this source to say, well, you know what? Mm, I know this is being, this is being put on our platform. Uh, let's check to see if this is actually something that should be allowed because of what it, uh, what what it entails. So there, there's there's a lot there's a lot of there's a lot of layers that fall under what what happened there. But I go back, I, I say that to say, I believe that Kyrie should have read the room, and you know, to your point, Bobby, he, he did. This is where and this this may sound jovial, but this is a serious. This, I know it's a serious conversation. I'm not here to mess up the bread. I'm here. I'm, I'm I I am a capitalist. Y'all know we talked about money. We talked about other stuff. I am here to collect the money. And the, the stuff that I talked about at the beginning of my, of, of this, of this combo, he does that stuff by you, by you doing this stuff, you're messing up the resources that allow you to be the resource of the people. So I just, I don't, I don't, excuse me. I don't know where his mindset is. He clearly does not, he, he's clearly not thinking everything through the way that he should be and shout out to Vincent Goodwill who wrote a phenomenal article about it who was uh, excited for Yahoo Sports for the NBA he wrote a phenomenal thing about how he wants to be everything a leader is supposed to be but doesn't want the accountability attached to it he doesn't want to be held accountable and so same he said on those it, he said on he said don't treat me like anybody else right exactly like but same on those on Twitter regardless of your background that did not want to hold him accountable like it was only a link. It was only a link. How many dumb stuff have you posted for, or that you posted online that you do just there look at? Yeah, but see, and that's was, the, that, that's the crux of the issue. Thing. Nobody's mad oh. that nobody's mad. I don't think. Maybe some people are. I don't know. But I'm not personally pissed off that he tweeted a fucking link to the film. the The damage isn't done when when he does that. The damage is done when he calcifies it. When he right. when he yeah. makes a series of. Uh, about it, yep. essentially flippant and inflammatory statements mm-hmm. uh, gives interviews with uh, reporters who are fucking doing their job by the way but when, right. when they ask him these questions like that's what that's they would be not doing their fucking job if they didn't ask these questions gives a shitty condescending fucking answer when he when he's first asked about it mm-hmm. then he is playing some sort of fucking uh, vaudevillian villain role in in the in the follow-up scrum where he's saying i oh i am i'm just who i am and and given this you know a lot of words with absolutely no fucking content behind them or any meaning behind them and ask the question directly are you an anti-semite and to say i can't be or how could i be if i know where i come from just say no dude because at the end of the day across the world whether you like it or not fascist dialogue is on the rise fascist governments are on the rise they just fucking elected one in italy it didn't go well last time okay i mean the boots were nice but pretty much everything else was diabolical 
All right. It almost just fucking happened in Brazil. Elon Musk takes over Twitter. That conversation is about to get entirely more fucking toxic than it's ever been. Trump's going to be back on the fucking on, on that platform saying all this shit he's saying. Kanye West has gone fucking insane and is like is propagating anti-Semitic uh, uh, language. There's an entire fucking cult out there that have been saying the word Hollywood instead of the word Jew for fucking I don't know how many fucking years, but that's essentially what they mean. This shit is on the rise. You have to educate yourself as somebody with a fucking platform. You have to educate yourself with the facts. Don't insulate yourself with people that say yes to you constantly because that is going to inflate your sense of fucking knowledge and ego. You need people there to check you and say don't do that stupid thing before the world has to say it to you okay and like that's what's fucking yeah. happening now right. everyone's fucking saying it to you and you can you can play the fucking victim and you can dance around the facts but the the fact is you are not plugged into what's truly happening in the world and you're doing damage now giving money to to philanthropic causes giving them money to charities this this is and and building that the, that's makes it worse the fucking donda academy was doing good shit like right. it was genuinely right. doing good shit in the communities that it's in. And now it's fucked because you selfishly, yeah, you gave it to them in the first place, but you fucking selfishly went and did this fucking stupid thing. So see you later. Kyrie yeah. Irving's fucking, I'm sure got his fingers in a lot of the same pies and the same damage is about to get done. And it's infuriating. And no, and don't, and don't get me fucking started on the George Floyd comments. I'm not going to go go down that route, but I, I that, yeah, that, I mean, really, at least yeah, he walked that, back, I know, but, but that, not that, very well. That really took me. That really took me left. And I'm like, like I said, I, I, it was amazing to me that, you know, he would have, with a straight face, really made those comments there. And once again, you're getting told stuff from Candace Owens. And once again, I won't say certain things about her. That rotten bitch. I want, I, I want to make sure. I, <laughs> there you go. You said it for me. Fucking hell. But, uh, oh you know, my it, God. It's, 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 it's so, it's, it's so many things all with the information that he's still getting. And once again, I, I think it, well, old Kanye records. I think about everything I am. I think about, you know, call it, you know, records from college dropout. Like there was messages oh, that was to have, I mean, the Kanye thing is, is almost, it's, it's more inflammatory, right? Because it's like, yeah. not only are you doing a horror, uh, saying a bunch of horrible shit about a, a, a historically oppressed culture, you're also turning your back on a culture you helped build and like shitting on it. And like essentially saying that, like the, the things that are really negatively impacting that culture, like didn't happen or don't matter it's like dude you were one of the architects of this shit what the fuck and it's like Kyrie Irving same thing dude you're fucking in basketball you know like you you're you're a part of this fucking culture too don't say to treat me like any other man don't treat me like you know don't treat me different than any other man when you know full well you that are you, different than you every fucking other different, man obviously right. you know I, oh, no, I, I mean that, that's bananas the, that, that's, it, that's 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 the biggest issue for sure and What's the guy? I, I like to say there's so much more than that may even come out from this, but the, I, I wanted to bring this up to it. Like, sorry, I know, I know, I've, I've, the, I've, the, but the double yeah. down to me is what's what's even crazier is like, right. even after the the donation to, to the organizations and the two, you know, the the press, right, quote unquote, the press releases that came out, the joint, the joint statement from the from Kyrie and the Nets, you're still gonna come well, out and say the bullshit sorry. that he did that, you know what I mean? It's like, bro. I thought it was over. You know, the, I, I thought it was like, okay, they came out with the statement. The PR finally took over. It, it's got to, it's got to be brushed under the, nope. Kyrie, Kyrie wouldn't fucking let it happen. He just but wouldn't Adam, let Adam, it. Adam Silver, what are you doing? It, it, Adam Silver's it, Jewish. Right. But yeah. how, how, how did, how did, how did <laughs> it take, how did it take that long to, to, to get to that? Like, I it just, might not, you know what? It might honestly be wild. a fucking tougher spot to be in for him though, to be honest with you, because he can't seem retaliatory. Like that's somebody in the room is saying that to him right away. It's like, dude, give this fucking dude enough rope to hang himself just for the first few days. He's going you to, know? he's going because he's fucking going to. It's yeah. like it that that's like he's saying stupid shit. He's going to continue to say stupid shit. You just pick your moment, which I think he might have a little bit. But on the other hand, yeah, if I was him, I would have been like, excuse me, can you get him on the phone, please? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And if the the the, the, the 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 last thing I'll say is, unless you want to go further, and this is from my boy G, so he, he said this to me earlier. He was like, look, we have to, as someone as as OS, someone who was part of a group that had been demonized and and put down for you know four hundred years, as as we as as we know, um. Don't put down other cultures in this process. Yeah. Just, just, just because you believe that, you know, they're rich and they run everything and they do this. Like we know what 
as a black people, we know what it is to be villainized. We know. So why, so why bring that on an, another group of people? Because you're mad about how Kyrie and Kanye being attacked, especially when they're not in the right. It's one thing if they would write about something, but they're wrong. They're wrong to what they said. They're wrong how they approached it. Once again, intent versus impact. Once again, in their mind, they may have thought, okay, I'm going to do it like this, but that's not how it was received. So it can't just be like, well, well because they look like us, we got to make sure we protect it. And it, it, the same thing, it goes back to the OJ set. Well, we, we know OJ did it, but, you know, we don't we don't want him to go away for X, Y, and Z reason. You, you, he, 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 killed, he killed Nicole Brown. Like, that's... It wasn't, it wasn't like, sure. oh, it wasn't, yeah, pretty, pretty sure, you know, Bim said, oh, it's a son of... No. He went into the crib, did what he had to do, went yeah. to the Bronco, he, was like, he hey, also, he no. also, you know, you, the, the, the black community owed him fucking nothing at that point. He didn't want to be black until it was convenient for fucking OJ and, 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 black and so the fucking they, case. They, so like, whatever, yes, dude. Yes, yes, right. Okay. Mag- he's so, a magnum PI and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, yeah, what, it's what, funny that the thing, but yeah, you know, like, it's wild. Yeah. So it's I just did. like, don't, don't be, don't be what you have hated for years. Yeah. Hate, hate yeah. cannot, you, you can, you cannot be, you cannot show hate to another group when you've been the person that's been hated on for as long as you've been on. And, and it's, also, just, I, it's just that simple. I feel like ignorance is such a big piece of this too, because like, oh, listen, sure. if, if, if you, if you can recognize where you're at in life or where the world is and the world around you and, and, and react to that people will see you so differently but right. for for kanye and Kyrie, both of them bro for listen kanye doubled down on this shit after his life was ruined and he's still coming out saying the same exact shit Kyrie's doing the same fucking thing and it's just it, it's 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 just mind-blowing to me and i feel like it's mind-blowing to the nets it's mind-blowing to the nba because they're just like bro what like what is actually happening you know what I mean? That that's like what 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 in your brain Honestly, thinks that this thing, is this is I think where we're I going. think I know. I, I genuinely think I know what's happening to, to Kyrie Irving's brain. I think Kanye West is an entirely different kettle of fish, but here's what here's what I genuinely think is is up with Kyrie Irving. I've watched this dude since you know his rookie year. I, I've I've been around and inside the fucking Kyrie Irving conversation for a long time. And quite frankly, up until this point, I've been one of his biggest defenders. And I think you guys can fucking back me up on that. Yeah. Because all I ever yeah. really gave a shit about up until this actual how damn good, how good at basketball was like, was. I was like, I don't know, but he is really good though. Like that was just my whole shit. Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. entire, like the entire fucking, like, yeah. cause I just love ballers, you know? And I just, I, I really did like watching him play basketball when he was in his heyday. But I think what it is is that he, like I said earlier, he's insulated himself with people that just say yes to him. And somebody told me that I, you know, I think Kyrie Irving's probably like a smart guy in some areas of his life. But somebody once told me that conspiracy theorists love conspiracy theories because they've never been the person in the room with the most facts about something before. So now they are, even if the facts aren't real and they've made them up, they can be like, I'm saying with certainty, and there's a community of people that also believe this. I'm saying with certainty that I'm right based on this random evidence, you're just too dumb to find. So I get that vibe, unfortunately, from Kyrie when he talks. He's so enlightened. He's so much fucking smarter than me. And he and he has all this information I don't have access to. And it's fine if it's, uh, don't get the fucking vaccine because there's aliens in it or whatever the fuck he was saying. And it's fine if it's, uh, I, you know, I think that uh, I sh- I was the great leader that I was because of LeBron now all of a sudden or or something less harmful to that effect, whatever. Yeah. Now it's, the, I have this fact about the Jews where like, who had that in their fucking bingo card? Like, it's like, where the fuck did this come it, from? I, now I, you're I, doing I, actually I, harmful shit, Kyrie. Actually right. genuinely harmful that's, shit. That's, and I just don't have time for it. No, that's but really I, what blows my mind is where... Where did this all come from, bro? Like, it, it's, but it's a known, it, it's a known thing that happens cyclically in the in in our society. Every hundred years or so, we decide to play the Jews for shit. It's <laughs> like, it's bro. Like, you're looking out and look out, look out your window and tell me what the biggest fucking church you can find is, because there's giant fucking mega churches spotted all across the South and all across the Midwest not built by the fucking Jews. There's a bunch of fucking agendas going through the house and the Senate right now that aren't 
Jewish yes. nationalist fucking agendas. Like there is a fucking religion in this country that is helping shape the fucking structure of the country, and it's it not, not Jewish. Yeah. Right. Okay. So right, no, that no, that's, that's not right. I, I will I will say this because about just the just the vaccine thing because obviously that but that's been a hotbed issue since uh twenty twenty. The only reason why he's being looked at as a genius in that regard is because of what's happened now in New York and they've realized or they brought in made whatever statement they made about now they're bringing back people to work and they're hiring people. He looks like a, a genius in that case there. He's um, well so he goes I'm, from I'm that not, to I'm the, not here to argue doesn't work. <laughs> right. I'm not here to argue those who say good that's not what I'm I'm just saying and, and people's minds he's he's gonna be looked at as right. a genius because right, right, right. it was like, oh like you know he went through all that and he'd have to go he's through the curve. Oh uh, fine, fine, whatever, cool. But I will say this it's like bro, you you're not Muhammad Ali. You're not Harry Belafonte. You're not Fred Hampton. You're not, you're not, I don't know about to say Jim Brown, but you're not Jim Brown. You're not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, you're, you're not, you're not any, you're not Angela Davis. <laughs> you're not Phoenix Shakur, which is Tupac's mother. You're, you're not any of these people that really was out on the front fucking line on a regular basis for the betterment of black and brown people. You're not even Carla Kaepernick. Are, are you, are you willing to sacrifice? Cause now, cause now, motherfucker, you about to find out now. You, 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 you want, oh, yeah. you, you fucked around long enough. Now yeah. you about to oh, find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Now you about to <laughs> no, find out. True. You about to find out how real it is. Myers Leonard found out. Remember, uh, and someone brought this to my attention earlier. I forgot about the from slide though. Kramer, well, Michael, Michael, whatever his name is. But Craig, the guy yeah, that played Kramer. Oh yeah, uh, Michael, Michael Richards, Michael Richards. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So when, yeah, when he um, he sacrificed. All when he said the n word in in that in that crowd loudly, uh, at, at loudly, right? What do you mean, whisper right, bro, loud? Uh, yeah. Was clearly he was clearly comfortable saying it. Obviously. It was the fourth. Uh, it was the fourth time that really drove it home. You know, right? It was like, exactly. Right, yeah, like, he said that before. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh that for sure, for sure. Too fast. Yeah, for, for sure. So it's just like I, I brought those up not because they were white, but I brought it up because it's like, look, the words that you say, the things that you share, matter. Myers Leonard was on a fucking Twitch game. Or whatever he was. I, I don't know what it's he's like. Playing, that, he's playing Call of Duty. Playing play, play a video game. Yeah, he's playing Call of Duty. Is that, is that what he said? Banished. Gone. He's, he's not in the league right now, right? He's gone. Gone. Not even in the league. Gone. Once again, yeah. he's at the time that Calvary is. So obviously that 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 helps get them, you know, out of there. Yeah, but um, I really I don't see yes, Carrier being an other NBA cases, player for as long as he should have been. I really don't. Sure, sure. But th- there's other cases that Yes, have not get talked about. We talk about Joey Bosa. We can talk. Yes, there's other things that have not been brought up. I totally get that. This is not about selective, uh, you know, outrage or whatever. It's handling right or wrong. And yes, because Kyrie is someone that people, you know, find it easy to to get on when he says certain things, but he fucking contributes contributes to it. This is what happens. And yeah, once again, it's at least five games. Once again, I want him to still do the philanthropic stuff, but hey. If if you can't get out, if you can't get your head out your ass because you want to make these statements, and once again, the intent versus impact. Your intent may have been one thing, but the impact is far greater than you ever imagined, and it's not the positive impact that you that you envisioned when you originally shared this information. Especially about the dude. I don't, I don't even know who Alex Jones is, but the, what I heard you say, what he said, like I, that. That to me. Once again, don't even concern yourself with him. He's just like right, right, but you you have to understand. That even a retweet, once again, in 2022, if you're retweeting or liking a tweet, that is seen as a fucking endorsement. It's just oh, that it is. Simple. Oh, it absolutely is. That's what the reporter was it's, trying it's, to explain it's, to it's him. Just that That's what the reporter so, was trying to explain to him. That's known. That's a known thing. He's giving, thing. You the, he's yeah, giving so him the say, definition of promotion. Oh, well, I would just... <laughs> How did I promote I, I, it? I, I, I just like <laughs> the... I just like what? the... Bias. Oh, what are you talking about? No way. Dude, unless you just say your Twitter was hacked, bro. <laughs> that's what everybody else always says. <laughs> yeah, but that that that's bullshit. We know we know that's not the case. I know, but like don't double down. That's all I'm saying. You know? I mean, you know what my favorite, honestly, what I think was an unsung part of this, uh, these events unfolding in the last few days. What I think was a really important moment, and you might not think so, because like in our world of like we're basketball fans, we just like mm. like watching these dudes like chop it up about basketball and like fucking like rib each other and stuff. But how hard Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal came out and yeah. said this literally they were like this idiot needs to get suspended like and i was like oh because to me and i think to you guys those are voices in the national basketball association that fucking reverberate 
You know, regardless of the fact that most of the time they're fucking, especially Shaq, Shaq more even for Charles. Shaq, Shaq's I mean, always mean something. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. I also I just I like Charles Barkley a lot personally. Like he's my favorite guy on the show. Yeah, so, like I like I like his perspective on things. I agree with him a lot. But uh, either way, they both came out and they were like, "Fucking suspend him. This is fucking ridiculous." And I think because they're they're normally just trying to talk about basketball and just being like, yeah, we're, we do this fun, awesome show. That's like a companion show to like the product of basketball, which is better than all the companion football shows. And it's great. And we're like, we're here for it to just turn around and say like, this guy's a moron. That was stupid of him to say, and the fucking league should suspend him. That's an endorsement directly from the, you know, uh, two figures, giants really in, in, in basketball to give the NBA more power to be like, cool. Like we got, we got these guys on side. We got, you know, then, cause that shapes the narrative and that shapes what people think. Because I, I remember sort of waking up to the news and be trying to process it and then hearing them say it and be like, yeah, Right. That is, of course, that's what the, they should do. You know, like they immediately put into words what the actionable response to this bullshit was, right. which I, right. I think was, uh, was awesome. Like I really enjoyed I, it. I do, I do wonder, and I mean, and it's unfair to him, but it, it's he's, he's the athlete, the generation that that speaks out the most. I do wonder what LeBron thinks about it. I'm assuming we already know because the fact that they erased the episode of Kanye on the um on the shop, the shop, shop yeah, the shop. So, yeah. yeah. So my my thing is. There's no way he's looking to endorse Kyrie to come to LA now. Not not the way that he, he protects his brand. No fucking way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he, 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 he is do you, Mr. Do you, do you find, do you find Mr. LeBron, do you find LeBron uh, performative sometimes in that way though? Like I, I think that I think that when I heard that he no, can't I, I, I think it's genuine. I think it's genuine. The only the only thing where people I was like he was a little shaky on, and I get it because it's fun. Fucking China. <laughs> was it something with Darren Moore? Yeah, well, that's I what say, I was going to I wouldn't say much either. I'd have been like, hey, go get them LeBrons. I appreciate yeah. it. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. I, I, I wouldn't say much either, bro. So I feel you. I, get I mean, you. it's I not as if he really put his money where his mouth is when that happened. But also, like, to say, uh, to say, we're, we're not going to air this episode of The Shop instead of. We're gonna air this great episode of the shop where LeBron tells uh, fucking Kanye that he's being a fucking idiot about all the shit he's saying about like everything. Because like you know it was why? probably him sitting there going like, "Yeah, right. uh huh, okay, yeah. all right, that's a little weird, but whatever." And then the producers being like, "We can't fucking air this, right?" Like that's probably okay. what happened. You know, you know, you know why though? Because he 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 thinks about shit. He's all he's all, he's been a thicker from the moment they put him on stage at eighteen years old against Sacramento game one. He has thought about him and how he is viewed, not only in the league. Don't you think he should come out and say some shit then? <laughs> sure, but I, I, I honestly, but once again, he, he, he's more cryptic than Kyrie. If, if you if you if, if you want to go there, to be honest, he just he just he because he's a little more charming than Kyrie. It's like, oh, okay, cool. But I, I, to me, I think that was the statement by saying, "Oh, we're not going to air this," and then what happened with Dream Champs too. And honestly, Nori, I fuck with you, bro. But you, you, you wasn't feeling that way before the interview. Let that shit ride, Nori. And I, I'll just leave it at that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that because that's I'll, I'll turn into a different person on his, on his podcast. But Nori, <laughs> do it. So you should just let, <laughs> let you should let that shit ride, bro. Like just, just, yeah. Just like you don't have to be apologetic after the fact. Like stand, stand on what you want to stand on. You know, you tried to educate him in the moment. It didn't work. It is what it is. Leave, leave it at that. You know, I just. To end on a on a, we've had some laughs on this show. It's been a good time. We've said what we've said, and we stand by it. Fuck Kyrie Irving for what he did, but I just have to say, like any any research you ever do into what mm -hmm. caused uh, the Second World War and the Holocaust and all that shit, it wasn't Hitler getting up on stage one time and being like, "It's the Jews," and everyone was like, well, "Okay," and then they like went to the Second World War. It was years of slow build yeah. platforms pushing an anti-semitic agenda uh a them versus us agenda and it was a lot of little things leading up to bigger more horrific shit that's how societies go in this direction and you're you're as responsible for the consequences no matter how big or little of a piece you are in contributing to us getting to those consequences so you need to fucking educate yourself on what re reality is. It's it's not a facts versus fiction argument anymore. It's a fucking it's a the real world where real consequences happen to people that don't have twenty five fucking million dollars and a platform to say whatever they want. It's not cool, man. It's not fucking cool. Be cool because it's not cool. Shut the fuck up with that shit. Seriously, it's too fucking far, and it's it's 
it's the internet makes every dulls everything a little bit you know you get so much information all at once that some things seem a little bit less serious at times but that's fucking serious and it's not fucking cool so we here at missing the point absolutely do not condone that fucking language and that guy can thoroughly go fuck himself thank you guys so much for listening have a great evening Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for Female Empowerment, The Best Business Network, and GPN for Geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts, and hear the culture.